0: The General Assembly is back to work, including Republican Senate Minority Leader Jessica de la Cruz and House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale, the loyal opposition, in studio with, with us t- today. Hey, thanks for coming in to both of you.
1: Thanks for having us. What today. did
0: you notice about that, those opens? They're all
2: Democrats absolutely <laughs> you know, one
0: after another how come you can't get more republicans in in this neck of the
2: woods why well it's a battle that that in in the northeast we've been dealing with it's clearly a very liberal part of the country and um it's it's our cross to bear right it's our job to get more republicans elected and that's what we're trying to do
0: all right now you've heard you know you, we both we we've all heard this you know some of these democrats uh in the state house they'd be republicans if they thought they could win do you agree with that
1: no, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think they're, they're Democrats and yeah. they're, um, kind of like the, uh, my family members, you know, the, the uh, JFK Democrats, uh, you know, uh, but, uh, they, just like the Republican Party, we have a we have a big tent, and we have a diverse group of people that join the Republican Party, and I believe the same is true for for Democrats.
0: Well, I've heard that uh, old line uh, Kennedy Roosevelt Democrats Johnston uh, parts of Cranston, but you know uh, some would say, well, pre- Speaker Mattiello was pretty conservative. Used to call himself the firewall against the progressives, mm-hmm. and I've heard some people say, you know, some of these leaders they might be Republicans if they thought they could get away with an R next to their name, but they can't. Do You subscribe to that? I'm not breaking news here. Yeah, no,
2: you? I think if if we're Viewed in the context of D.C. Republicans versus Democrats, yeah. y- y- that sounds absurd to make that assertion. But I think in the context of Rhode Island Democrats and, and, and Republicans, there really is a conservative middle ground that we share. All
0: right. I remember uh, then Senator Lincoln, uh, then Senator Chafee, the father, John Chafee, and Lincoln Almond, who we're going to remember in just a second. They had a, a conclave. They got together and they came out and said, "We're going to get more Republicans elected." Look how far back that went. There's been no progress. Why? Now, well, you're, you're, you're a little newer to the game, we understand sure. that, but you've got the historical perspective. Yeah. Why no progress? Why?
1: Well, you know, I think uh, we need to stop looking at the past and look to the future. I think that uh, Republicans need to change the way that they look at elections. Um, I've always been the type of person to vote on Election Day. It was kind of, you know... Um, ever since i was eighteen years old if the polls were open on election day i was voting um, and i think uh, early voting is uh... is something that we need to look at but also um, we look at ballot harvesting you know people are able to do that um, democrats do it very well and i know republicans don't like to do it but it is the law and as long as we follow the the law to the letter of the law then we need to be doing the same thing as well
0: okay well i I tend to agree with you, the new voice is saying we've got to get as good as the Democrats at early voting, at getting in those nursing homes and senior citizens and the mail ballots. Mm-hmm. And if you want to call it ballot harvesting, whatever's allowed legally under the law, the Republicans aren't as good at that. In fact, I had your party chair, Susie Yankee, in. and the Democrats uh, are much better. The Republicans uh, aren't as good at that. I had your party chair, Susie Yankee, in, and I said, well, do you want to lose and I meant that not not sarcastically but you've got to get better at that why haven't
2: why haven't you embraced that in 2020 we had a robust ballot operation because obviously we were under COVID constraints this year clearly the new law was in effect and we worked diligently the difference, Gene, between Rhode Island voters who are Democrats and who are Republicans are Republicans are inherently untrusted. They, 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 they don't trust the process or they want to do it themselves. So we, while we facilitated people getting the mail ballot applications, mm-hmm. there was no way that people who support us would hand it back to us or any other surrogate to then deliver it. They will do it themselves. They, they value the sanctity of that privacy. And so we will never see the numbers, but we still have to do a better job at getting more people to embrace voting by mail.
0: Okay, so what's the action plan? Are you going to be out more in the, in the what do they go to the senior citizen centers, right? They bring the cookies, they bring the pasta. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do, it it works. Are you going yeah, to mimic sure. some of that, copy some of that? What's, what's the advice when you get together?
1: I think so. I mean, if you're looking at the way the Democrats do uh, voting here in Rhode Island, um, I think they've been successful, right? I, I think we could all agree to that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to... Uh, take a page out of their playbook, and, and we need to become better at it ourselves.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's talk what just happened a couple of weeks ago at the building you both work in, the State House. It was a homeless encampment. Mm. Uh, wow. Yes. It, it only got cleaned up after Channel 10 showed the video of the clothing and the tents and the garbage and the needles mm. and the defecation. How is that allowed to happen, Rep?
2: You know, Gene, I think while a lot of people were repulsed, the initial reaction is repulsion, um, it was always a reminder that, look, this is a problem that the people of our state are facing here in Rhode Island. And I think there was a level of appropriateness in that display. But to the, the horrors that you just explained, that, w- that became an emergency of, of, of health and safety of those who utilize the public's building, okay. the people's right. house. Um, but I still believe that now that it's cleared out, we cannot take our eye off of that issue because it clearly is an overwhelming, uh, damaging issue to the people of our state. But we have to treat it properly and we have to do the right thing as swiftly as possible because it's not going away. Because those tents are gone, the issue has not been resolved. How do, how do we fix it?
0: Hmm. How
2: do we fix it? Build more shelters,
0: rent more hotel rooms, uh, and affordable housing. And it, in many cases, affordable housing is going to mean free housing. Now, that's the buzzword affordable housing. What do you say?
1: Well, I think it's not just homelessness. You know, there are, there are individuals who find themselves in a tough spot because they don't have enough savings or because, you know, um, they hit some financial hard times and they need to get back on their feet. I think those individuals, um, you know, obviously we can we can help them swiftly Um, but when it comes to some of the individuals that we found on the the statehouse lawn we also have to look at mental health and we also have to look at drug abuse um, and get people the services that they need but also house them um, as they're recovering and as they're seeking help for their mental health
0: do you want to both lay out the governor for allowing it to go on so long I asked him about it in the debate how about the housing secretary has failed to come up with uh, reports that were due to you to you to the legislature and how about sending out one of the deputies to say, we failed. That was when they lit the Christmas tree. Remember that? Yes. so go ahead, you're the loyal opposition. Do you want to lay out the McKee administration?
2: I won't be as sharply crit- uh, critical of the McKee administration as I will of Director Saul. Um, I've been on the low moderate income Housing Commission since uh, prior to Saul's um, time here as as the secretary. And to say that I'm underwhelmed is to be kind. Um, he 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 appears to me to be very academic in in his knowledge but not practical and frankly that he missed his very first obligation of reporting to what is an important body within the structure of this of the legislature mm-hmm. tells me that he is failing and frankly We don't have the time in this emergent situation to wait for him to figure it out and he needs to go. Okay. Well, that's decisive. Do you agree with that? I do. On the Senate side, you agree with that?
1: I do. I do. And, you know, we just received a report. Uh, Yesterday was just Mm -hmm. released. um, So I haven't had the chance to read the entire report, but we was able to scan it and it seems as though it was just generic information and so it wasn't even Rhode Island specific. And that's concerning because this is your job, you're the czar. Um, we expect renowned specific data.
2: How about
0: the governor, though? Should he have acted quicker to move those tents off the state house? Is that now a permanent platform for protest?
2: It appears that that's what it's becoming, but again, there's a, there's an element to that display. I think that was important and served a purpose because it puts it into the face, our faces as policymakers, but the yeah. public's face as well, because we can't forget about that. Out of sight, out of mind is not going to solve this problem. I am, again, going to hold off on being critical of how the governor handed, handled it because it was an extremely difficult situation to handle. But how we go forward is going to reflect how I view his his actions. It's not a question
0: of money. Uh, Speaker Shikarchi said, we've thrown money all over the Absolutely. place at this. Millions and millions. You know, he let out, uh, they gave Crossroads $10 million. He said that. $10 million? Is this all money going into a black hole?
1: Go ahead. Who wants (laughs) to take it first? Anybody who receives uh, funds from the government should be held accountable, and we need to know what are they doing with these funds because it is a lot of money, and it should have helped a lot of people. And having these individuals sleep on the state house lawn, in the cold, was totally unacceptable
2: there's just no need for it
0: okay let's move on to what's coming now they've got is it 660 million dollars surplus
2: I believe it's come down a little bit from there but it's around 610
0: or 615. Okay. yeah well, okay that's mm-hmm.
1: very close yeah.
0: that's a lot of money it and is. it's my understanding everybody's got their hands out of course mm-hmm. who should get that?
2: Uh, the people who gave it should get it in fact it should just be returned back to the taxpayers proportionally you mean everybody who pays taxes in rhode island yes we're going to give you a cut back like they did in massachusetts it's their money gene it's their money and if it wasn't used by the state it needs to go back to the taxpayers and we can budget this year for the needs we have you agree
1: absolutely i mean what happened is that we've we took too much and we need to give it back and there are ways that we can do it if it's uh, cutting them a check or uh, lowering taxes i'd love to see Uh, I'd love to see a 5% uh, sales tax compete with uh, Massachusetts and neighboring states. I think there are ways that we can do it.
0: You know, we wouldn't even cut the gas tax uh, I know. By a quarter here. Uh, what do you think the chances are that you would prevail upon the Democrat leadership to cut? Would this be everybody, by the way, or would it be income based?
2: It would be based on how uh, how much they put in. Proportionally, they would okay. receive proportionally the same you know level of refund. If you are paid, you're going to get back, no matter. But you're a millionaire, or whatever you're making,
0: you get a portion back. Absolutely. Okay. Well, what do you think the chances are that that will happen? Uh,
2: you know, of course, we have to remain optimistic that with a state motto of hope, we can only cling to that, yeah. and we do. Uh, we have over the years advocated for various tax policies that while they never passed under the name or the banner of the Republican Party have in fact become law and we can just look at this past session to see some of those victories and that is the job of the loyal opposition and to that end we'll continue to do what we do and and represent the ideas we believe uh, are the best for the people and then our our colleagues on the other side will eventually see things the right way and come along to our side. Well you've given
0: me two headlines. You think the housing secretary ought to be gone yesterday and you also say that surplus money ought to be given back to the taxpayer. All of them, regardless of what, what you're making, if you're paid, you get a cut of the, uh, the surplus back in your in your pocket. Make another headline. What what is your top priority? Go ahead.
1: I think our top priority is education. Um, we it, since I've been elected, uh, and I have three children, three young children in school, and education. Public school. Um, one is one is in private school, two are in public school, okay. um, and that's because of his. Uh, Educational needs, but um, I don't think
0: anybody has to apologize to put no, their no. kids in private. Uh, in public, listen, it's your family. If yeah. I lived
1: in Providence, I would not send my kids. to The mayor to just said House. that Absolutely too. the not. last
0: mayor, just mm-hmm. yeah. said that.
1: Absolutely not, and um, and I think that children trapped in failing schools—that's um, in- incredibly unfair to families because education, we know, is the pathway to mm-hmm. a better life, to uh, prosperity, to um, oh, having the American dream, and I think the children should have the right, if they're in a failing school, to go somewhere else in the state that can provide them the education they need. And I mean, okay. if it's a public school or a private school, it's unfair to keep children trapped. And it's essentially what we're doing, we're trapping them in a failing system and they have no way out. And in fact, you know, I would point to the RICAS scores, I right. think for Central mm-hmm. Falls, one less than 1% proficiency in math.
0: So, like. It is gene stunning.
1: these yeah. are our future leaders our business leaders our 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 senators our reps we have to do so much better
0: take 20 seconds i've got a wrap but i will have both of you back on my radio show because there's a lot more to talk about take the last 20 seconds rep
2: um to, to lincoln Almond's passing okay. um, a man who was of the highest integrity who tackled organized crime political corruption drugs He was a man who oversaw Rhode Island's last great economic boon, and it was his tax and regulatory policies that helped us achieve that. Um, He's a a great man of honor, and and I just wish to remember his legacy today. A
0: nice way to end our interview. Again, both of you come on the radio with me. We'll take some calls, too. For now, thanks to the Republican Senate and House leadership. Appreciate both of you, and good luck in the new session.